Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Matt. And we are Growing, Growing Into, into love. love. Today's topic is focused on the male mind and the blind spots they encounter when it comes to valuing having one woman in their life. Okay, so today's episode, it's aimed more towards the male mind, but what I find is that it's actually really important for us as women to understand what's going on for a male mind instead of just kind of coming up with our own illusion or our own idea of what's going on. Um, so a question that I have um, for you, Matt, is, you know, even our depth of love and commitment and support and understanding... There are moments and there are times, and we've spoke about this um, previously, but there are moments and times where I don't feel valued by you. And I'd like to know why that is. Oh, man. This is uh, <laughs> such a vulnerable topic because it's like going against all my manliness, <laughs> which I love, <laughs> actually, because it actually builds more manliness within me to be this integral, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And that's so interesting at this depth of awareness of like self-study, so to speak, that it's still there. There's still moments where I catch myself and I'm like, you know, just blinded, let's say. You know, it's not that your value isn't valued. It's It's a blind spot, so to speak. So the higher we rise the bigger the shadow kind of thing right and Mm -hmm. that's why it takes really good people to be around you to help you and you know just to highlight and I don't know why this person's coming into mind but like Lady Gaga like we just see her as this one person but there's like a team of a hundred behind Lady Gaga to Mm -hmm. make what Lady Gaga is you know and I think that this is important on anyone's journey um, to recognize those that are around them to help support um, their height which segues me into this great part. So first of all, I've never really seen, first of all, I haven't looked for it. So I never looked for the value in a relationship. So I come from a broken family, so I never had anything to model, Mm -hmm. so to speak, first of all. So that's like the stem of it. Um, The second stage of this is my programming. So as a young man, I get brought up from music videos of sexualizing women, um, especially now, like one of the main uh, categories of music is actually the top music is rap. Mm. And what are they talking about now? Now, I'm not coming from this like old man grandpa standpoint, those guys and the rappers and stuff, <laughs> you know, and they're doing them things. It's like, no, I can... I can get with that too as well, not from what they're doing, but the vibe of how they're feeling. I really actually like that they they really feel themselves, you know, and that's nice to uh, appreciate. But with that being said, the topics, you know, what's influencing us, you know, and especially as a young man, you know, money, fame, and I would actually say before that is women Mm. and the sexualization. And we all know the saying, and maybe if you don't, but sex sells. And unfortunately it does. It's a strong, strong energy. Now, as a young man, having a lot of excitement, ambition in the world, I was driven by sex. Like that was my main motivator. And to the men that I was around, that was one of their main motivators as well. And at that time, I'm being programmed, you know? Now, it's not that I don't take responsibility before, but this is one of the causal factors of 
why I don't see value in you even to this day is how deep I've been programmed. And then what happens is our friend group. So who we surround ourselves with. Well, I actually strategically positioned myself around men that were good with women, that men that were, uh, or just men of caliber, you know. Um, I've always been tried to situate myself around these type of guys. And oddly enough, what kind of goes hand in hand with like a, you know, a high-performing athlete, a high-performing businessman, not all, and this is what's really been humbling actually on my journey as well, not all, that doesn't, that doesn't equal that, which was actually part of the confusion. If I become a businessman, genuinely, this was a genuine thought as a young man when I got my first brick and mortar business, I would get just girls coming up to my room, honestly. I, I, that hurt, honestly, that, that hurt so deep because that was such a lie that I've been fed, that if I get money, that if I get a business, I thought, honestly, I thought I was all just gonna shift, but that hurt so deeply because it didn't shift. It actually got worse because not, I, I, I was banking on this thing to get me what I wanted. So we have to look at, you know, the stems of where this is coming from. Now, with that being said, also my focus. So what was I looking for? Well, I was looking, there's this thing in our brain called the confirmation bias. So it, it did not go too scientifically in it, but basically where focus goes, energy flows. So what we focus on is what we're gonna get back. So to just break it down to the listeners here in a little bit more simpler form, is that our, our YouTube algorithm, so let's say I'm into sports. YouTube's gonna give me more sports to look at. Mm. And this is a challenge right now on our planet is because we're being like siphoned information. So if we are more into pop music, we're gonna get more pop music coming up on our YouTube, uh, you know, scroll part of the phone. So same with our thinking and same with what we're looking for. So as a young man, I'm looking for women. I'm looking, so all my information, is giving that back to me. But the certain information that I'm looking for is how to get laid. Mm. I'm not looking at information of love. I'm not looking at information of uh, how to, uh, how a relationship, a strong rooted relationship can actually get you to heights way beyond what you can do with trying to get a bunch of women. And then on top of that, these men that are being with all these women at the time, they may not have the repercussions at the moment of basically like an energy drain. There's a lot of energy giving out to a lot of different people and I've felt that myself, but you don't know that because you're in your youth and you've got like this kind of more vat of energy. It's a youthful energy. And so that leads me to years of being like this and years of not seeing information and not being able to find information because I'm not even looking for the information. So then that allows me to fully have these deep blind spots of invaluables of a relationship and not knowing like there's actually huge worth in a relationship and the breakdowns and dynamics of a powerful relationship and what that can do for self, the person you're with or the companion you're with and what you can bring to the world. So when it comes to our relationship and there's these moments where even now, and I, I say this humbly, but like it, it's really not nice to bring that towards you, you know? But what's beautiful is it's an opportunity to see a blind spot. 
And, and in that moment, I, I, I get into my ego and I say, look, like, I could have, I could have done this without you. I could be here without you. And that's just a totally ignorant statement because I am exactly where I am because I've been with you. What is happening in that moment, I'll break down the complex of what's happening in that moment internally, is that I'm saying I'm confident enough. I'm confident enough that whether you are here or not here, I'm going to get what I want, which is a really good thing for your attraction because it makes you kind of feel, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but that, that confidence feels really good, but it's transmuted in not seeing your worth, which is not a great way to communicate. Um, and so that's kind of where the, it stems from. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, I'd like to just touch on something that happened to us a couple of weeks ago and um, this is when it came up um, for like, I don't know, maybe like the third or fourth time. Um, but you were talking to me and you were like, I, I really want to like see your value. Like, and I know that it's there, like I know it is, but I just, uh, it's just really difficult for me to like see what it is. And in that moment, um, because it wasn't, it's really important to note that because this wasn't the first conversation, I'm able to um, navigate this better in myself now. Mm. The first time this used to come up, it used to really upset me. Um, and it made me like go on the defensive. And I was like, well, yeah, like I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. How can you not see that? Why do you not value me and get really emotional about it? Because it's, whereas. I'm really deeply connected to the value that I bring. Mm -hmm. I know what I bring. I'm strong in my my love and my support for you. Um, so now when when this is expressed through you, I can see. I just see it as like, oh, he's just he's just having a little trouble seeing. Let me just help you. Mm -hmm. um, instead of being like, I am good enough. I am this. I am this. Why do you not see that? And getting angry or upset or hurt by what you're saying. I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity for us to actually grow more because um, if you can't see it right now, well, I can show you and I can express it to you. And just because it's not a physical thing that I'm, I'm doing potentially, um, it might be more difficult for you to grasp. So in that moment, whilst I was expressing, um, I actually felt like, okay, this is just an opportunity to help you see clearer. Um, we had the conversation and then um, I'd like you to talk about what happened in the next like 24 hours for you after we had that conversation because then the next day you came home and you apologised and you said, um, I'm sorry like I, that I didn't see your value and I think you'd listened to a podcast and you said like, wow, like I really kind of, yeah, well, I'll let you explain kind of what happened to you but it'd be really nice for the listeners to, you know, get a, a better understanding of like, how I expressed you and then what happened in that 24 hours for you. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a really noble thing, actually, a noble trait about you is that uh, you have that ability in that moment to forgo your emotions and think beyond. Which um, has taken time. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's uh, partly we've worked together on that yeah. as well, um, which is really good to see the end in mind. You know, it's like... I think it's really easy in relationships to get caught up into the emotion. But like the one of the things that I really like, at least I aspire to, it, my relationships don't really show it at the moment, just your, yours and I's do. But mm -hmm. um, 
is to work towards the same place. It's like, we're on the same team. Let's just sort this out. Like, I love you. So let's just sort this out as opposed to like all that emotional stuff coming up and bearing fruit. And then both of us not being able to solve anything. Um, so what happened, what happens in a man's mind? So there's a difference that's happening here, right? Like Molly, you've got an emotional and more feminine feeling base. And I'm coming from man logical count my bean let's put the bean over here the bean goes here the thing goes here and that's what it does so a lot of times what happens with men is they have the inability to um feel worth so because we're so much more in our logical brain we're counting numbers we're seeing stats we're trying to see okay well how like for just to give you an example like or for a woman listening it's like if you're speaking like in the context I am like I don't do this but this is where this would come from it's like well how much percent of love are you giving me and how much percent is that making my day better like I was operating at like 78 percent on average and I still am operating on that like what do you mean like maybe I'm up to an 82 but that's because of my own stuff like what do you mean but this isn't a place you can percentile you can't put percentages to your love you know you can't this is this is the this is the joy of a woman is the things unseen you know this is this is where your value is but this is i mean this is where all our values is as human beings but more so in a dynamic between a man and a woman is the stuff that's not really fully being able to see but the stuff to be able to be felt so sometimes for me it takes me to go see it from other men so other great men that I aspire to be like and aspire to have um, their accolades and be that space in the world, so to speak, and lead other great men as well, is what happened was is I left that day and went to the gym and listened to a podcast between two very great men that have core values that very value their wives. And they started breaking down, you know, like, I wouldn't be anywhere without my wife. And what that did is like, oh, whoa, <laughs> maybe. And I humbled myself in that moment. I literally stopped working out and I was like, damn, like, I, I, I feel terrible. Like, I really, I really have been in that moment taking you for granted, you know, and, and not seeing the worth of what you bring to the table. But for the listeners out there if you are a woman in this side or if you're a man on this side i think this is great to understand that like there's a constant masterminding going on between a man and a woman it's actually the best alliance known on this planet is the alliance between a masculine and a feminine what happens with this alliance is, is the two brains are constantly brainstorming and they create a third mind, so to speak. This is why it's called a master mind because it enters into a new mind. So this is why I say two minds are better than one because it actually it's like, they call it three times or more better than one mind. So one plus one equals three or more. What happens between you and I, Molly, is that we're constantly masterminding. We're constantly uh, figuring out what should be our next move. We, we're constantly bringing it out. Whereas if you're on your own, you don't have that ability. You're in your own head, so you don't have the ability to kind of express, bring different energy to it. Now, when it comes to business partners, yeah, they can be like that. But when you enter the highest form of it is through love. 
So it's taken me to study from great men like Henry Ford. He, he allots like most of his success. He wouldn't make a business move without uh, communicating with his wife. Uh, this was huge for me. This was huge. I'm coming from rap world where I need to be with a bunch of women. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's, but that comes from like an insecurity, right? And a hole in my heart and a hole in my soul to not feel fulfilled with one person, you know, seeking it in a bunch of different people. You know, this is a maturity thing too, I believe. So it's taken me in that moment to go hear it from other men speaking about it. Now, this is the key point here is that not enough men are speaking about this. This is not like men talking, like you don't have, you get it in the interviews where they say this moment, like, oh yeah, like a lot lot of my success to my wife. But that's it, that's where it stops. Yeah, that's where it gets left. (laughs) It's not pressed on. It's not like, no, like look, like a lot of this is have to do with the support for my wife, the lunches she's making while I'm out working, the, the files she's sorting and keeping me organized, or the idea that she gave me while I was working on my project. I was head deep in the project and she came in there and said, why don't you just do it this way? And you're like, originally your, your man wants to deny it because it comes from a woman and it comes from your wife who's, but depending, that doesn't happen to me, but from other men, I, I'm not sure. I just assume with the male ego, it's pretty strong. But then you know, there's a huge value that happens in these brainstorming moments. And that's really what I want to moving forward, press on for other young men, because I did not have this. I did not have men promoting me to being in a strong relationship with strong values and really appreciate the value of a woman in my success. That's huge for me. I did not have that influence. And why do you think then, even now still, that men don't speak? And it's it's not like a big talking topic, is it? It might be like a sentence or it might be like, it might be touched upon, but is that still coming down to ego then? Or is it just that they just don't want to talk about it? They're not bothered about it. They don't care. They don't put enough energy into it because flip that and put two women in a, you know, they might still be like strong business women, but, you know, get them talking about their husband or their children or their family. And that will take up like a big section of the interview. It's it's what we love to talk about. It's like what, you know, it fills us up being able to speak in that way. So what is it on the reverse then for men in that same situation? Does it still come down to ego? Yeah, this is a great question. Um, I can only speak from my observation. I can't speak that this is it or this is, it's just from what I've observed inside myself and being around other men. Um, It's everything you said there. It is ego. It's absolutely ego. It has everything to do with our manliness. You know, you think of like, I mean, bless their heart, but if there's someone that needs to wear chains and drive a nice car, not that those don't, aren't aren't great but if that's where your self-worth comes from then that comes from an insecurity mm-hmm. so the the joy of this is like can can a man be who he is in multiple different environments with possessions not possessions in a forest 
in downtown city life? Can he be still close to his core in all these environments? Very versatile. This is a man with true core confidence. Unfortunately, not, not as many men have that. And this is what we're seeing on social media and stuff is this, this, it stems from an insecurity. I can only say that for myself. I can't, and I don't want to project on any other man either. Mm. That's just an observation. So to admit someone's success came from someone else other than thyself, because it did, it had to come. But man, there's a lot of influences along the way, a lot of situations, and especially a lot of people, and especially the close relationship, such as a loving relationship. That takes, you know, some, <laughs> that takes a bit of manliness away. On top of that, men don't care. They don't care. They just don't care. And that's part of the problem. Mm. That is part of the problem. Men don't care. They don't want to talk. You, li- you look at most successful men's interviews. How much of the time is allotted to talking about their significant other? If it is, it's such a short period. Mm. And it's so unfortunate. And I'm seeing that within our relationship. And I've only learned that this year is like, whoa, there's a huge power in what we have. And, and this is co- our, that, just that constant daily support. Waking up with someone that's saying, I believe in you. Waking up with someone that's saying, I love you. Waking up with someone that says, I want you to win. I want, like, wholeheartedly. Like, it's not just, that's a literal thing. Your whole heart is in on that. that. That's powerful. That's really powerful. But this button isn't pressed on because it's like, it's not as exciting. You can't, um, you can't solve a, you can't solve, a, let's say, a traffic issue on the freeway with this. You can't create the next big tech company talking about this you can and that's where it stems from but these aren't practical pragmatic things that men are in their logical mind and then that means they have to get more into their feeling which men hate if you are a woman you probably know this and if you're a man you're probably like hmm i don't know if i agree with you because i'm a man (laughs) (laughs) yeah so would you say then that it's actually harder to accolade it to a woman or would it be the same if it was a man? So, for instance, you're, you're close friends with a guy and he um, helps you out with something that um, like contributes to you being successful. Would you mention him? Would that be okay? Like, in the same space? Like, oh, yeah, like, without him, like, I wouldn't have been able to, like, get to where I am. Or does it make it worse because it's a woman and the programming around that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I think that, that there would still be that there, depending on the man too, right? Like um, a great, a, a, as far as my reading and listening from great men, like you, you're always willing to give recognition where recognition is due. Um, any great leader, I believe, could do that, man or woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it does, it, it would be in the similar space um, as whether you're, uh, a man or a woman and a man saying this about a woman but yeah I think it it does kind of f- f- affect whether it was a man or a woman like his significant other so a, a point that I want to make here is that with men talking about this about their significant other it actually questions their manliness around other men mm. so to speak and let's call it the locker room talk like, so if a man says, like, for example, me, I, I, I really strong, I stand in my integrity, but this is crazy. Other men almost question my sexuality because of how much I'd say I love my girlfriend. Mm. 
So it's like you're almost getting too feelingy, and I don't yeah. want to get into that. Yeah. Like, let's go on to yeah, like talking about yeah. just what let's, we can do. I don't want to know let's about talk about you business. Let's yeah. talk about money. Let's talk about our muscles. Let's talk about what happened in football the other day. Let's talk about real stuff, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Not this like gushy, you know. And that's the thing. It's been so confusing. It's like because I've been after and wanting love, I'm not supported. By other men because it's like I, I, they question my sexuality they're like dude are you sure you like i'm like what i'm talking about my girlfriend here like this is so weird which is why in this space i love talking to women mm. because i'm so supported and i instantly instantly when i talk to women about my girlfriend it's like instant questions what is she da, 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 all these questions about you and the love that we share but this is like just nothing for men so this is where the value comes from i think it's still important to note as well that like in conversations like you're still very much more like masculine about it than i like than than i am about talking about our relationship for instance like when we meet up with people and they ask about our relationship like i get much more invested than you do like you're very good at like for a man especially you're very good in this space of yourself but comparatively to how i express and talk about us like after i've kind of retold our story once to somebody you're like okay we don't need to like i don't really need to go into that again whereas i'm like i could tell it again and again and again and I think that's also important to know. It's not like something that you just keep talking about to people, um, you know, and then in, in a way that I would. Oh, yeah. No, it's completely different expression. And I think that's a good thing, too. It's like, you, you know, it's a feminine trait, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, what's the difference between clear, concise, masculine communication and a masculine speaking in a feminine way and Mm. this is where the block comes from men it's like they don't want to hear this feminine expression from a man yeah and from from a woman's point of view it's um actually really attractive um to hear a man in his masculine talk about his wife his partner because it, it shows that he's got respect that he supports that they've got like a committed relationship all of these things that a lot of women really value if it's done in that like you say in that kind of masculine energy way it's actually really attractive um to to the feminine um and i think just bringing it back to our situation and the the value there um I think as well what can happen and I felt it come up in me before is like well I'll, I'll prove to you like I'll show you like what my value is and it's and it's really about getting out of that like I can show you I can do this it's just about being really um you know trusting in in you and in your worth for me now it's like not a question like that's why it didn't bring up that emotion in me because I'm like I know what I offer I know what I bring to the table and I'm not going to wage that against you I'm just going to help you see it like I I can just explain it in this place where I don't feel emotional I think when you came back and apologized the next day what was my reaction like okay like yeah that's it's okay like it, it didn't affect it didn't affect me in that space of myself because we're, we're learning and I know that this is something that you're wanting to overcome and deep down I know that you you know my worth um and I know it so it, it's a really um good space to be in to not like wager that against your partner and be like well I'll prove to you and, and kind of get into this emotional turmoil with it yeah I'd agree so from what you're saying is kind of for the for the listeners like the the key takeaways is for a man with his upbringing and the programming that he's, he's, he's been given like through media and through music and then his friendship groups um, really gives this um, 
idea that like more women is better and not valuing just one woman and, and the power that one woman can bring and then also once even in this relationship it's kind of the logical mind of like well what what is it that you're bringing I can't see it like I can't and because it's harder for a, a man to be in touch with his feelings and his emotions he wants to, to see it feel it and, and um, be able to logically think about this is the value you bring and then not expressing it because partly due to ego and not wanting to you know kind of um allow the allow that expression of unmanliness to come out around his peers or other people um and and feeling that inflation of the ego because of the the woman yeah i'd agree um there's actually a term in the world that's called uh one-itis He's got the one-itis. That's what I have, essentially. That's like a term that I have right now, is I'm one-itis with one girlfriend. Like, how, what, what kind of look is that? But I see where it comes from because I was there myself. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, a slightly different topic for us today and um, focusing more on kind of the male mind. But like I said at the beginning, so important for us as women to understand what's going on there. So thank you for tuning in. If this conversation was something of interest to you, please feel free to share it with your friends and we'll be back soon with another episode of Growing Growing Into Love. Love.